Om Jnana Timirandhasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Chakshurin Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha I've compiled all these notes from little bits and pieces here and there. And in uh, scouring through them this morning I found I'd missed something in the detail of the Jaidev story. Speak now. That uh, Jaidev had gone to the Ganga um, being perplexed not being inspired to write this verse, this line of the verse, but feeling hesitation to do so. Then uh, Padmavati saw him come back very soon after that. And then he, and he said that, uh, you please serve me the meal. So she served him, then he went in his study. He went in his room to write. And then again, she, then uh, she sat down to take her meal after serving him. And then again, she saw him come after some time in and ask. Uh, now, uh, oh, he was prepared to take the meal. No, sorry, he saw her eating. So I'm getting mixed up. Here. Saw her eating, and he was very surprised because at that time it was a universally followed custom that no. Hindu wife would eat until her husband had eaten. So he's very surprised. How come you're eating? And she was surprised. Why are you asking? You already came and I served you. and Now it looks like you came back from the river again. What's going on? And she described everything that had happened. And Jaidev had some uh, understanding. He had some idea what might be going on. Uh, and he entered his room where he was writing and he saw there was no one there but uh, written in his handwriting in golden letters was the line which he had hesitated to write. Dehi padda pallava udayam that you give the uh, you please give me your lotus feet which are like a newly sprouting bud. Um, Bhaktino Thakur commented that um, Jaidev Goswami, Bilva Mangal, Chandidas and Vidyapati these four poets had uh, within them the transcendental mood of Sri Krishna Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was uh, awakened and revealed even before Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's appearance. I'm going to speak now on Sri Gopal Bhatta Goswami. Yeah. Yeah, there's not that much known. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it may be. There are different ways these stories are told. I'm taking bits and pieces from here and there. There are sometimes conflicting stories also. Just different versions of this. I didn't hear the question. Why he was called Goswami? Because he lived with his wife. The title Goswami is generally given to renunciants. Although householders are supposed to be Goswami in principle also. 
I don't know exactly how the title Goswami is given to him. It may have been that in his uh, he was previously a renunciate, so that title may have been given to him. It could also be a, a family name, although the family name Goswami, at least among in our sampradaya, came after the time of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. But there are also Goswamis by family title in other parts of India. As I was saying this morning, the details of history, philosophy, there, there's unlimited research to do. And you may, we may not even find the answers to all our questions. Anyway, the essence is Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Chan Hare Krishna and be happy. There may be uh, millions of details which we are not aware of. So anyway, about Gopal Bhatta Goswami, uh, one of the famous six Goswamis, is described as Gaur, in the Gorganodesh Deepika as formerly being Ananga Manjari. Who is Ananga Manjari? The sister of? Anyone know? Radharani. Yeah. Although, uh, Kavi Karnapo, who compiled Gopa, this Gorganodesh Deepika, says that according to the opinion of some, he was previously Gunamanjari. Not very much is known about Gopal Bhatta Goswami compared to others of the six Goswamis. One reason for that is because when Krishidas Kaviraj Goswami uh, asked for blessings for writing Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, Gopal Bhatta Goswami gave it on the condition that he not write about him. That's a Vaishnava humility. He doesn't think that he should be his, he should be written about. Um, so his name is mentioned repeatedly as uh, is in Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita in Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami offers obeisances to him along with the other of the six Goswamis. Details of his pastimes are not given. Details of his pastimes are not given. Although something was given later in Bhakti Ratnaka. So, uh, Gobhata Goswami appeared uh, in 1500 Anno Domini according to the Christian calendar. Gregorian calendar. 1500. 1500 or 1503. There are different opinions. Um, as the son of Venkatabhata um, in South India in the temple town of Sri Rangam. Now, even before Chaitanya Mahabharu came to Sri Rangam, he saw in a dream Chaitanya Mahabharu revealed himself to him. And he, he witnessed all of the Lord's pastimes in Navadvip. But after this he heard that the Lord had taken sannyas. So he, did, he didn't like that. Most of the devotees, they, they preferred to see him in his Grihasta appearance rather than his sannyas appearance. 
So he became distressed to hear of this. And uh, at this time, uh, the Lord revealed this dream of the uh, Navadip Lila. So, uh, having taken sannyas, Lord Chaitanya travelled in South India on the plea of looking for his departed elder brother, Vishwarup, but actually to deliver all the people of South India to Krishna consciousness. He was very happy when he came to Sri Rangam because it's a place of bhakti where all the time there's uh, many hundreds of brahmanas engaged in the service of Lord Ranganatha Swami and many uh, pilgrims all the time visiting the and although the atmosphere was saturated with bhakti when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came everyone was astonished at his level of bhakti they had never seen or imagined anyone as Krishna conscious as he because while they, uh, in their sampradaya, they offered prayers in a formal manner, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, in ecstasy of love of God, was chanting the holy names of Krishna and dancing, singing in a sweet voice, Gai Gora Madhushari, and sometimes falling on the ground in ecstasy with his uh, beautiful large golden form enchanting the minds of everybody. So the uh, people of Sri Rangam were very happy to receive him and um, just at the time when he came there it was the time of the beginning of Chaturmas when uh, people uh, the, the, the itinerant renunciates they stopped their travelling and remain in a holy place for four months. So, uh, among the many residents of Sri Rangam who were charmed by the appearance and manifest devotion of the Lord was one named Venkata Bhatt. And he invited the Lord to his home, as was the system. Travelling sannyasis had been invited to a Brahmana's home to take Prasadam sure. and Venkatabhata invited him to stay for the full four months of Chaturmasya which invitation the Lord accepted very uh, happily to graciously and during that four months the Lord accepted invitations from different Brahmanas each day and he enchanted the all the residents and visitors to Sri Rangam with his uh, superlative and unimagined bhakti. During that time, during that four months, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had many uh, discussions with Venkata Bhatta, of which one is recorded in Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, how in a joking manner, Sri Krishna Chaitanya Mahaprabhu established the superiority, the... the uh, ontological superiority of the worship of Krishna in Vrindavan over uh, uh, specifically of the gopis worship of Krishna in Vrindavan over that of 
the worship of uh, uh, Lakshmi of Narayana. So, uh, Venkata Bhatta and his brother Tirumala Bhatta and cousin uh, Prabodhananda Saraswati, who was a sannyasi, they were all uh, enchanted by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and they all became his convinced followers. Well, one little detail that uh, I didn't put, when, when Venkata Bhatta first brought Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to his house, then um, he washed his lotus feet and drank that, along with his family members, drank that water. So that's just a little detail. That would happen everywhere, Tomorrow wherever didn't. he went. But uh, it's good to put these little details in so we can learn about this culture. So, Krishna Chaitanya Mahabhu came to Sri Rangam in the Christian year 1511. And at this time, Gopal Bhatta, the son of Venkata Bhatta, was just a young boy. Um, Trimala Bhatta and Prabodhananda Saraswati, along with Venkata Bhatta, they were members of the Ramanuja or Sri Sampradaya, as were all the Brahmanas there. And Mahaprabhu was very affectionate to young Gopal. When he would come to offer obeisances, the Lord would uh, take him in his lap, seat him in his lap. And after finishing his meal, he would regularly call Gopal and give him his remnants. So for four months, he had the remnants of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Pretty good start in life. Huh? Mm-hmm. So, um, after the uh, when Chattamasya was coming to an end, Mahaprabhu prepared to uh, continue on his travels around South India. And Venkata, Venkata all, all of Sri Rangam, and especially Venkata Bhatta's home, during these four months, had day by day been increasing in ecstatic love of Krishna. But seeing the rainy season of Chathamasya coming to an end, it all became filled with great trepidation. That now, this wonderful sannyasi is about to leave. So just as he was about to leave, Gopal came and offered obeisances and fainted in, in uh, fear of imminent separation. So just to console him, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu stayed just another two days. He instructed him to remain serving his father and mother and to go on with Krishna consciousness, always chanting the glories of Krishna. And after his mother and father had passed away, to proceed to Vrindavan Dham. He, uh, Gopal went on with his studies and uh, became experts, especially in grammar, poetry and rhetoric. After this, he was uh, instructed in Vedanta and his uncle Prabodhananda uh, particularly instructed him in the devotional scriptures and devotional understanding of scripture. So, Gopal was always thinking of Mahaprabhu uh, and thinking when again he would get the opportunity to see Mahaprabhu and serve him. So, uh, after some time, the, uh, his parents 
told him that, yes, you should now prepare to follow Mahaprabhu's instruction. And it's time for us to leave this world. Now, Gopal knew that Mahaprabhu was in Puri. But his instruction that he'd received from Mahaprabhu was to go to Vrindavan. But never, so he took that instruction and went to Vrindavan. So, he was living in great separation from Mahaprabhu. He didn't ever see him again, directly, eye to eye. But when he arrived in Vrindavan, uh, he met Rup and Sanatana Goswamis. They were the leaders of all the devotees there. So, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had already told them that this Gopal will be coming from South India. So, they... Uh, he was much younger than them, but they accepted him as a companion in the service of Sri Krishna Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And he's, Rupa Goswami sent word to, he sent a message to Mahaprabhu in Puri that Gopal has come. In those days, communication was by sending a messenger who would walk. So, it was a slow means of communication. But it seems that there was, uh, well, it seems that regular devotees were going between Puri and Vrindavan. So, uh, there was regular communication, but somewhat slow, by our modern standards. So, when Mahaprabhu got the, of course, he knows everything, but when he was formally informed that Gopal had reached Vrindavan, he was very pleased. And he sent some of his, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu sent some of his own used items with another devotee going from Puri to Vrindavan. He sat, he sent him a little wooden seat. Still you see it in India today, just like, uh, like this size and this high. Um, and then he sent uh, per, his, his Copian, used copian, and some cloth, some outer cloth that, that he had used, that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had used. So, uh, Gopal Bhatta received that and worshipped that cloth, and he used that seed to, when he was engaged in deity worship. And the, the, the seed and the remnants of that cloth are still being worshipped at the Radharaman temple in Vrindavan. Um, Radharaman, the, the deity of Gopal Bhatta Goswami, how he appeared, that's another uh, wonderful narration. Gopal Bhatta, he used to worship twelve Shalagram Shilas and uh, he would take them with him wherever he went. Now, the story of Radharaman's appearance, there's, there's two slightly different versions. That uh, one time, a rich merchant, having darshan of Gopal Bhatta, wanted to render some service to him. And uh, he, wanted, he, he presented him some valuable cloth and ornaments. But as a renunciate, Gopal Bhatta had no, uh, he didn't personally use them, he kept them with his shilas. 
And he was thinking, well, it would be nice if I could, if, like the other of the Goswamis there, if I had actually a deity form who I could dress, because you, you shalagram, you, it's limited how much you can dress and decorate. Compared to a deity. So, as usual that evening, he offered bhog and arati to shilas and covered them uh, with... His practice was to carry them wherever he went in a, in a cloth and then at night he'd cover them with a basket. So, uh, he didn't have any fixed residence like Rupa and Sanatan. He would simply travel in the area of Rindavan and just take rest under a different tree. It's quite austere, isn't it? You'd like to take rest under a tree in this kind of weather. They got the name. Hmm? Sorry? I, I can be colder than this. Who's been in Rindavan in the winter? It's Most colder it, than it's, this. It's more, more cold. Yeah, yeah. It's significantly Sometimes it goes, it, it doesn't freeze, but it goes down to sometimes two, three Celsius. It's very cold. So, they, they didn't get the title Goswami just as a, just as some kind of name. Uh, so anyway, uh, at this time, uh, Gopal Bhatta, he was, um, near the bank of the Yamuna and uh, early in the morning he went for, to take bath in the Yamuna and he came to start the puja of his shamagrams. When he removed the basket he saw that one of the shamagrams had transformed into a, a beautiful deity. Uh, and he, he informed Rupan Sanatana and all the others, but they all came to see who is this wonderful form who has manifested himself. So they named him, the, the Goswamis named him Radharamande, um, who is very special deity. He is very, uh, for, for various reasons. One reason is the, uh, I mean, the way he appeared, just when Shalagram transformed himself to, into Radharaman out of, just to fulfill the desire of his devotee. Another reason he's very special is that although he's called Radharaman, you can't see Radha. She's there, but you can't see her, as with most other Vrindavan deities. Just a silver crown is placed to the left of Radharaman, and oh. that that symbolizes Radha is there for those of us who who can't see her. Another way he's very special is that his bodily form has very intricate features, even fingernails and teeth, and then on the the backside of his body. Of course, we can't see all this, but the the pujaris they tell us. On the back side of his body you can see the uh, original Shalagram Srila, the form from which he manifested. Another way he's very special is that uh, of the original deities who are in Vrindavan, 
um, only Radharaman and Vrindadevi stayed. All the others went to Jaipur or mostly different parts of what is now Rajasthan, Rajputan. So, um, sometime after this, Gopabhata made a pilgrimage to the Gandaki River in the Himalayas, the Himalayan section, which uh, that is the river in which the transcendental forms of Shalagram appears. So, as he was returning, uh, he, there was suddenly a great downpour. And uh, he took shelter in the house of a Brahmana. Uh, that Brahmana was very happy to receive him. Uh, and he begged this sadhu for the benediction, having served, served Gopabhata very nicely, and begged him for the benediction. That as I have no children, I, I beg that you may bless me, that I may have a son who will be a great devotee of Lord Sri Hari. And that uh, my first son I will send to you to be your servant. So one day uh, when Gopal Bhatta was returning from bathing in the Yamuna, that was about ten years later, and he saw at the place where he kept his things uh, one young boy sitting as if waiting for him. And when that young boy saw Gopal Bhatta Goswami approaching, he immediately fell down offering full prostrate obeisances. So Gopal Bhatta inquired, Who is that? Who, who are you? So he gave his name and identity and said, I am from this village. My father has sent me here to serve you. So the boy's name was Gopinath. He was initiated by Gopal Bhatta Goswami. And he served him, the boy served him very faithfully. And later he uh, took up the, this boy, became the servant, took up the service of Radharaman, became known as Gopinath Pujari. Uh, he remained a brahmachari all his life. His younger brother, Damodadas, along with his whole family, accepted initiation from Gopinath, his brother and also engaged in the service of the deity. So, uh, their descendants are the present-day Saivites or servitors of Sri Radha Raman. Even today, among all the many temples in Vrindavan, that of Radha Raman is considered very special. And the servants of Radha Raman the Goswamis, they are, they are very prestigious and influential in, in the Vrindavan area for their learning, high standards of deity worship, for their culture, and they've also, they, they uh, have preached very widely, and throughout northwest India, the uh, culture of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is known largely due to the efforts of the Radha Raman Goswamis. Uh, Bhaktivinoda Thakur, Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati and our own Srila Prabhupada, they 
had very nice relationships with the uh, Saivites of Radharaman and that is continuing to the present day that the uh, Saivites of Radharaman uh, have openly welcomed the disciples of Srila Prabhupada. At Radharaman temple you'll find always there's some there's some nice musical performance for the Lord, some nice kirtan or some drama performance. So it's the center of high culture in the service of the Lord. Now Gopal Bhatta Goswami, uh, he was seeing Radha Raman, but at the same time he has always been in separation from Gorsunda. So sometimes he would see Radha Raman as Gorsunda. Radha Raman would take that form just to pacify his longing is to have darshan of Gorsunda. Among his other disciples was the great Srinivas Acharya. He is he wrote several books, um, including the uh, Hari Bhakti Vilas, which is a combined work between himself and Sanatana Goswami. It appears that Gopal Bhatta, first of all, prepared all the research materials, which is no small job, to search through all the scriptures and find those instructions which are relevant for Gauriya Vaishnavas. Then Sanatana Goswami um, looked through all, he went through all his research and organized it and uh, yeah, selected those uh, selected and expanded on that which Gopal Bhatta had uh, collected. And uh, Sanatana Goswami published it in the name of Gopal Bhatta Goswami. And similarly, the Shatsandarbha of Jiva Goswami, another massive, massive work based on extensive research, Jiva Goswami has written in the introduction that he compiled that on the basis of research done by Gopal Bhatta or a similar work, an earlier work done by Gopal Bhatta. This scripture is available today of this research work of Bhapabhata? Are you going to the last is available? No, no, he thinks about this for Shats and Darbas. No, the original work is not there. Radha Ramana Haribol, like that. Yeah, Excuse me, I didn't hear a question. He's asking about chanting Radha Ramana Haribol. Prabhupada has clearly directed us what to chant in Kirtan. We should chant mostly the Hare Krishna mantra, and that uh, we should we can chant bhajans by. Uh, Prabhupada specifically mentioned Bhaktivinoda Thakur, sure. um, Nirotam Das, Lochan Das. Prabhupada himself wrote two poems. Please There, there is actually huge. Mm. Corpus 
of works by the Vaishnava Acharyas. So it seems that Prabhupada preferred us to, when there are many Vrajakirtans, which um, they, they may not be useful for sadhaks like ourselves, as the songs of Bhaktivinoda Thakur, which they, they, they help us by giving us philosophical understanding. Lala, come here and eat the butter. I mean, it, it's written, for the, or rather, these songs are actually for devotees on the platform of perfection. So, songs like Gopinath, Mama Nivedana Shuno, Hobe Hobe Bolo, Shede Nama, all this, Paramakaruna, Pahundavijana, they help us to understand Siddhanta. Okay, I'm going to now speak about Malini. Devi, the wife of Shivastakur. Very good. Um, there's not very much described about any of the female or the, uh, devotees of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. When I say female devotees, I mean there's no intrinsic difference between the male and female devotees of the Lord and all pure devotees. But uh, socially, Women or devotees in women's bodies or whatever you want to say, they, they are traditionally had a more reserved and withdrawn role. And even in the pastimes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Grihastha, we don't find that, just like in the Kirtans, it's all men. It's not, the women may have been having their Kirtans, but not in the same place, it would appear. I remember reading a, a fictional book of uh, of devotee Satsuruma he was envisaging uh, devotees in South India when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu visited them so he described how after Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's visit they all went on Sankitan round the village together and he described in the Sankitan party how at one point the sannyasi turned and said something to one of the women but actually, the women, they wouldn't go in the Sankitan party. Nor does sannyasi talk. I mean, it's, it's, it's such a different culture. I mean, it just this kind of thing just shows to me how even our devotees, you know, they're very good devotees and they're very sincere, but without living and seeing that culture, then you just, you just presume that it must be like the West. <laughs> There's another thing that, that just brought to my mind how Prabhupada described how from the very beginning of life he used to go with his friend, one friend, to visit the temple of Radha Govinda yes. in Calcutta. So it's described in Prabhupada Lamata how Prabhupada was sitting in the pram with his friend. Sorry? Pram, pram. You know this? They put babies and they push it. Ah, yeah. There's no such thing in India. Now they maybe just started introducing. So. Hmm? No, he was sitting in the pram, it said, the baby, Abhay Charan. So he was kind of, you know, adding a little, in visualizing the scene. But it's just, it's just, you know, so... I'm just... Mm-hmm. No, he's being pushed in the pram, according to the description, but it's not like that. 
They don't have prams. They don't have roads which are suitable for prams either. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, 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 they didn't even have bicycles. You know, yeah. Even today, more than 99% of people in India who, who speak English, if you say pram, they have no idea what you're talking about. So, uh, you know, these people make different comments about Indian culture and how various things. But, I mean, it's it's really a different culture and you have to try to enter into that to understand it. And it's important as devotees that we try to do that because that culture is, the original culture is that which helps us to go to the spiritual world. It's it's the culture of the spiritual world as presented in this world. Whereas the culture of the modern Western world is it's uh, just preparing us to go to hell, that's all. Okay, anyway, here's a uh, narration comes in Chaitanya Bhagavad of Malini Devi who uh, living in the house of Sri Rashtaka, obviously uh, was fully involved in all the wonderful pastimes that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Nityananda enacted there. In Krishna Leela, she was an elderly gopi who used to feed Krishna her breast milk. After she, uh, after her son died, which is another story connected with Sri Rashtaka, then Nitai and Goranga, who, who would who would daily or rather nightly every night dance in the home of Srivas, they told her that Mother, you lost one son, but we'll both be your sons. You got two, and oh, especially Nityananda, who was always in the he was always in the mood of a naughty cowherd boy, and most of the time he was uh, not in what might be con- considered by the psychologists acting like a normal person. And actually, he's not a normal person. He's the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Supranormal. Not supernormal, supranormal. I don't know if there's any translation for that in Croatian. Above the normal. So, um, his regular habit was to drink uh, breast milk from Malini, even though she was too old for that. From the external appearance, but uh, having a great transcendental affection for her as mother, he uh, allowed all this to he he by his arrangement or by the arrangement of yoga maya, all this became possible. Just by his touch, her her withered up breasts became full of milk, and just by seeing him, or then uh, milk would flow from her breasts. Now, um, among her household duties was to wash the the brass paraphernalia used for deity worship. So, after deity worship, it would all be kept outside and then in due course of time it would be washed. And again, it's different to what you might imagine. It doesn't mean you bring it to the sink, but you take it outside and it's washed with earth and grass or Coconut husk like this. So, um, one day the used paraphernalia was outside and a crow picked up one brass cup and flew off with it. And Melanie became very disturbed because she knew her husband got very angry. He'd be very angry and he'd blame her for this. So, she was... uh, weeping and wondering what to do. 
So Nityanand came and said, What's going on? What's the problem? Just tell me and I'll solve the problem for you. So she told him that the it was the, the container with ghee that the crow had taken away. She told that this is what has happened. So uh, Lord Nityananda called out, Crow, come back here and bring that that bowl immediately. So Crow came back and with the brass cup in its beak and Malini fainted. In the in these leelas you'll find, you know, everyone's always fainting in ecstasy and tears pouring from their eyes and I mean that's just normal, you know. What the psychologists call normal is actually abnormal. So then Malini, uh, when she came back to consciousness, she started offering prayers to Lord Nityananda. You are that same person who brought the dead son of his guru back to life. Who's that? Sandipani Muni. Krishna brought the son of Krishna Balaram brought the son of um, Sandipani Muni back to life. You are the person who maintains all the worlds. If you can bring someone back from Yamaraj's abode, then what is it to you to bring back a cup that a crow has stolen away? All the unlimited universes are held on your head, yet you don't feel any unease. You simply maintain them all by your energies. Unlimited ignorance of the conditioned soul which has gone on since time immemorial is immediately vanquished just by chanting your name. What then is it for you to bring back a cup stolen by a crow? Previously, as Lakshman, you protected Sita Devi in the forest, yet you never looked at, at her above her ankle. By the force of your arrows, Ravana and his whole dynasty was totally vanquished. Thus, bringing back this cup is only a an insignificant demonstration of your unlimited prowess. Previously, Kalindi, uh, who had uh, offended or not, not understood your glories, came to offer obeisances and prayers at your lotus feet as he who simply by his energy all the fourteen worlds are maintained. So what is it, what is it for you to bring a cup Stolen away by a crow. Nevertheless, we should not uh, take for granted your activities. Everything you do is a manifestation of yourself as the absolute truth. This is the conclusion of all the Vedic literatures. Nityananda Prabhu said, Could you give me something to eat? He's completely in the mood of a young boy. So that is a little bit of Sweet nectar of the pastimes of Nityananda Prabhu with his adopted mother, Malini Devi. I was just going to say, little Malini is here. She's not. No? Okay, no? Alright, you can tell her. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare.
you all like to join Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's dancing pastimes. Gorange Nritya Nitya. His dancing is going on eternally. Mm. Adapi ho jailila kore gora rai kono kono bhagavane deki bare pai. Even today, those who are very fortunate can see all the pastimes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu going on. Hare Krishna. Any question? Yeah. You already are. Priti vite ache jatanagaradigram sabatra pacha hoibe morana. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu predicted that his holy names would be preached all over the world. So, the Sankirtan movement is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement. That big madanga is being played by him. <laughs> 